Hello. How's it going? Uh, you know, okay, considering that I lost our bet. It's true. It's true. You know what they say, Mars back. They do say that, yes. I've mm-hmm. heard it screamed from the rooftops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh, could be worse. It could be worse than Morrow being back? Well, it could be worse that, you know, what it is you have to do, right? Because you lost. Oh, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we could have set something up that'd be really terrible. But as yeah. it stands, if I remember correctly, I need to supply a bunch of uh, teenage Falcon photos <laughs> and let Somicron decide which ones we will plaster far and wide on places like the Discord and social media and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. No much. Yep. And uh, uh, mm. <laughs> nobody wants that. Come on. <laughs> Nobody's like, oh man, fourteen-year-old Falcon with braces and everything. And this is what I need in my life. I mean, nobody wants "Please Don't Do Coke in the Bathroom" T-shirts, but we have them anyway. Nobody's bought any of those yet. No. Go <laughs> figure. <laughs> Aww. I've had people comment on them before. They're noteworthy, at least. They're noteworthy for sure. Yeah. I actually had somebody say they bought two hoodies the other day. Uh, someone bought a hoodie the other day. Maybe I misunderstood. Uh, anyway. Can I can look this up. Oh, yes. You do have access to such things. But yeah, as long as we're talking about it, check out the store. Uh, FalconPaladin.store. Pretty easy to remember. I have actually had suggestions for merch recently. Mm, okay. And I think maybe we can do that real quick here. But anyway, uh, lost the bet for GSL Super Tournament number one for 2020. I picked Zest to, you know, or Trap, or Zest to actually uh, got 3-1 by Trap straight off the bat. So wasn't even close. No. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, guy who won Katowice, not even <laughs> making it out of the quarterfinal and only winning a single game. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Maru, 3-2's innovation. Mm-hmm. Hard fought TVT like we expected. Yeah, three O Solar, which eh, honestly a little bit expected. Again, Solar performs better in smaller stages. Unfortunately, I think. Mm. Although he did beat Cure, so I mean, it's not bad, bad, right? Like made it to yeah. the semifinal. Like how embarrassing is that? Oh, so embarrassing. Terrible performance. Yeah. <laughs> Slash S. Yes. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ends up in a series for the ages, a best of seven, game mm-hmm. seven against Dark. Yeah, and comes out Victor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maru. It was, it was like match point to uh, Dark as well, so he had to like win three games in a row without making any mistakes. It was quite incredible. That's insane. Yeah. Maru back. Maru's back. He's probably going to get knocked out immediately in GSL. <laughs> All right, I mean, in the, in the next yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tra- uh, tragically. It's kind of just how being a Maru fan is for the last couple of years, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So apparently Byun is sort of back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. He still has like three months before he can compete officially, but it's not too long or not too far away. Mm-hmm. Very excited for that. Of course, big Beyond fan. Yeah, obviously, we are mm-hmm. aware. If you're a if you're a podcast fan, you know that Somicron's a big Beyond fan. Mm-hmm. It's true. That said, who's come back from military service and really crushed it? 
Have we had this discussion? I feel like we have this discussion a lot. I feel like we've had this discussion. Um, yeah. I feel like nobody. Right. Right. I think we decided it was nobody. So I love Bion. He terrified me so much when he was competing back in the day. Uh, the mm -hmm. fact that he's back makes me nervous, but... No, no, no. You, you should not be nervous for Bion coming back because every time Bion plays and wins a championship, Zerg get a buff. Because they need, <laughs> <laughs> they, they we, we need another way to deal with Terran. That's what happens. He gets oh, yeah, a buff or an yeah. That's what I was saying. Indirect buff to Zerg by nerfing Reapers, right? Right, right. But Bailing's also got an upgrade. They got the centrifugal hooks. Uh, gives them more HP. So that's the little thing. That wasn't that wasn't Bion. That was when Bion the... was out. He was gone. No, that was at the same time. I think. No. You reckon? Yeah. I don't remember that being because of Bion. I remember that being at the same time as the Reapers, because he could target the Reapers down so quickly with his uh, target the Banelings with his Reapers. So he left in 2017. I believe so. Okay. So we look at Baneling patch notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So extra health uh, was. Oh. Wait, mm. they did this twice. I'm getting these confused. So okay. they did it... Um, why am I remembering this being so much more recent than it was? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So initially, they gave Banelings 10 life with centrifugal hooks. Mm -hmm. This was uh, November 2016. And then in December, they were like, that's too much. <laughs> and they just gave them five extra health instead of ten. Right. And that's what it's been. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It was Bion. Yeah, man. All right. You are the Bion expert. I should not have questioned. <laughs> so, yep. All right. So Reaper's got a nerf. Baneling's got a buff. Bion made it happen. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you're a boss at StarCraft is if you directly cause game balance to change by yourself. It's true. <sighs> Incredible. All right. So back to merch ideas. Okay. Somebody's. I kind of like this one. A coffee mug with a defiler on it that says, don't talk to me until I've consumed my Zerglings. I mean, that's it's pretty good. good. It's good. Uh, I mean, what's a defiler? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's Brood War centric. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Somicron is out. <laughs> no, it's not that I'm out. Here, I, I just, let me I'm help out. you with this. Defiler is a ground-based Zerg caster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they have an ability called Consume, where they can consume friendly units to get instantly 50 free energy, which is awesome and probably overpowered. Uh-huh. I could do the same thing with a Viper then, right? <laughs> like, don't talk to me until I've consumed an Evo Chamber and half my hatchery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could also do that. <laughs> Let's do both. I like both of these ideas. <laughs> we could do both. Okay, see, I like these ideas, but we would need, like, um, we can't use, like, in-game images of the units is the problem. Right. So we need to find someone who can create a picture of these units yeah. in a style that we like. It's what Fiverr is. <laughs> I'll pay for somebody on Fiverr to do this. It'll be, like, five bucks. Go for it. You, go for it. If okay. you get the images, I'll put them up. Deal. Yeah. I'm going to write this down. Get right. images from Fiverr. 
Okay, done. Uh, and then there's another one. Ah, here we go. Let's see. Stuart said, not the Stuart from not the stream. Cool this stew. is a different Stuart. No, yeah. No, no cool stew. Uncool nope. stew. Yeah. Uncool stew. Yeah. So he said he would buy StarCraft themed t shirts if it was silly stuff. Like, say, a Christmas themed shirt of a Protoss family gathering around the dinner table to feast on a roast hydralisk. The zealots could be wearing Santa hats. Or a shirt with a thugged out Dark Templar that says, coming straight out of Shakuras. <laughs> <laughs> or a shirt with two pictures of Sarah Kerrigan. The picture of Terran Sarah with the caption, my girlfriend. And then the picture of the Queen of Blades Sarah, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> or, wow, he has more Kerrigan ideas. A picture of sexy Kerrigan motioning, come hither with the caption, we're thinking the same thing. <laughs> Which is one of her voice lines from Brood War. Or Zeratul making a John Cena hand motion with a caption, You can't see me. Holy crap, these are some decent ideas, Stuart. These are some good ideas, yeah. Yeah. Joel, uh, tell you what, if you're being charge of getting all the designs done, I will make them happen. All the art? Yeah. Okay. Uh, another idea, Bad Times Acquired, which is something I say from time to time, apparently. I've literally never heard you say that. It's because it's a brood war thing. Mm, okay. If you don't watch my guests, you're a fake fan. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I stopped watching ages ago. We talked about the tall shirt thing, right? Tall shirt? Like tall sizes for shirts? No. Oh. Because I thought we talked about that and you're like, we can't do that. But maybe I misinterpreted our conversation. Maybe I don't remember having this conversation. Okay. Know. Well, Rush Rule is a very loyal fan. Said it would be awesome if we can get some tall sized t shirts. So I assume these are just t shirts for people that are tall. Yeah, just longer torsos than average. I will look into it. Got it. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll make some notes here. We'll get some art done and we'll expand the store with direct suggestions from viewers like you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and listeners true facts listeners like you true facts with fucking paladin uh-huh so yeah that's the starcraft 2 news Morrow's looking great bjorn's coming back age of terran is upon us you're gonna go back to being a terran player instead of zerg if uh terran won a world championship i might <laughs> all right all they have to do is win a blizzcon easy peasy well, that's not the world championship anymore. It's not? No, it's Katowice what? now. We just did Katowice. Right, right, right. But it, this season's going to run for like 14 months. Well, this year, quote unquote, it's going to run for 14 months. And Katowice We're gonna next. Katowice. Two Katowices? Yes, but the one in, I think it's uh, February or March next year will actually be the world championship. So is it always going to be at Katowice or is it going to be wherever it happens to be at that time of year? I believe it's always at Katowice that time of year for Dude. at least the next three years because that's how long the um, ESL deal is for initially. That's awesome. I might have to go. I had somebody say that I could crash at their house in Katowice. Yeah. yeah. I would that go. Would be, that would, would be, be nice. Yeah. yeah. That guy doesn't mind like bringing, letting the entire like Discord server crash at his house. <laughs> we'll just get everyone. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I can't. Uh, it didn't make it sound like it was a mansion, so I'm not sure if we could pull that off. But I mean, he says his house. Us. He means his hotel, right? Like his uh, hotel. The hotel that he owns in yeah. Poland. Yes, probably. Yes. Yeah. Probably what he means. Of course, that's assuming this coronavirus thing is over by then, which who knows? Who knows? So, okay. So it's going to be a StarCraft II championship only event. It's not going to be tied to anything else. I didn't say that. Did you say? Oh. Is that what you're saying? I'm asking. No, <laughs> then I don't think so, because it's still a uh, it's still AEM Katowice, which so there'll be, like I think they do, some. Oh no, CSGO no, no. other and like Counter Strike and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they'll, no, they'll I get stuff there. Yeah. Right. I was just thinking, it won't be part of a larger Blizzard event like BlizzCon. No, I. Mm, it won't theory... be part of BlizzCon. <laughs> My theory is that there will be something as part of BlizzCon, right? Like a tournament of sorts. But I don't think it'll be... It, it's. I think they already said it's not going to be the World Championship. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have something at Starcraft or at BlizzCon they can ignore. And then the Global Finals will be a couple months later. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Got it. Cool. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally. Beyond can come back, get back in shape here. He'll have a few months to work on it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a Beyond Maru finals. It'll be so good. Oh my god. Salmacron <laughs> <laughs> just had a little thrill run down his leg. Mm, it's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be good, man. It'd be a good Terran moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just trying to see which one of them can like out micro the other. They're both on like one base with a Reaper, a Hellion, a Marine, and a Medivac, and they're both trying to kill each other. <laughs> that would be so, awesome. That would so be many so good. That would be really good, yeah. You yeah. What might not be as good as just like tank lines for 45 mm. minutes, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, the, the chess match of tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tank Raven. But these days it's Battle Cruiser. These days long TVTs don't end on tank anymore. That doesn't mm. seem like. So Beyond's going to have to learn how to use Battle Cruisers. Hot I'm dang. sure he can manage. <laughs> I'm sure he can manage. Yeah. All right. So we're rooting for Beyond. End of story. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Totes. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on in the world? Uh, again, this whole coronavirus lockdown stuff is happening. Is it? Is it happening? Did you ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah is it? Cause I, it hasn't affected me in the slightest. Is that true? Yeah, I wake up, I go to work, I come home. There's... What about your D&D group? No, it's true. We can't do that. Ha! Affected in the slightest. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Fair enough. Instead, All we're right. going to be playing Jackbox over Discord. So. Nice. That's fun. I like Jackbox. Yeah, it's still good. Okay, so you found the one thing. Yeah. That it affects me. Like, even yeah, my, I, I keep thinking that oh, there's gonna be less cars on the road and stuff when I like leave for leave work because you know people are like staying indoors. No, no, no. no. Turns out there's plenty of cars and every business can consider themselves essential to stay open. <laughs> Is it their call? No, I mean theoretically, yes and no. It seems like, um, for instance, my housemate is a metal fabricator. But he has a his company, not his company, the company he works for, uh, has a contract with the um, government's trains for the New South Wales, like City Rail. Yeah. And 
because they help make the brakes for trains, which are kind of needed for public transport, they get to consider themselves essential and keep working. Even right. though when they're working, they might not always be working on the city rail contract. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. hairdressers so can... are still open and just about everything else. Oh, hairdressers are. Yeah, salons and stuff. It was really weird. They, they were like, yeah, there's a 30-minute limit. Like, you can go in there and get your hair done, but you have to be in and out in 30 minutes. And everyone's like, okay. What? Are we sure this is essential, though? Yeah. Hmm. I'm pretty sure all of the barbers and hair salons in my area are shut down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. And, I mean, we're not even that all strict about things, but that's something that's definitely gone. Hmm. Like Peru keeps cracking down on what they consider essential. They're one of the mm-hmm. countries that's really taken this seriously. They mm-hmm. upped, the, according to Spike at least in the Discord server, they changed the curfew from 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. You cannot be on the street period and after 6 p.m. unless you have a permit. Mm. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah. They did, uh, I think, increase some new levels of restrictions like outdoor gyms and skate parks are now closed. All right, so you, right. And, oh, all public gatherings must be a maximum of two people. Two? I've heard five. No, it's but two's two. a new low. Two, two, two is a new low. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So that's exciting. Again, I was going to say the only thing that's really changed in my life is I don't commute anymore. Mm-hmm. And I guess I don't take my kids to school. So those are the two things. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the commute process. So I'll count them as the same thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't get in my car to go places at all in the morning. I wake up and I shower yeah. and I stumble into my office. Just imagine if it was like still snowing, you wouldn't even have to like shovel the driveway. Oh, that'd be glorious. There'd uh, be like uh, eight feet of snow on it. <laughs> your entire house is under snow. I just never shovel it. It just keeps piling up. Maybe it's a good thing this didn't happen in the dead of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah i don't know I keep hearing stories about people that are being diagnosed with it and somebody on the youtube stream uh the other day actually said that he'd been diagnosed with it and his parents he's he said he was like 15 so not too worried about him but a little concerning for you know 40 50 year old parents not great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's the closest it's come to hitting the home none of my family members or friends have really been affected by it yet but i assume we'll get there yeah, probably. Yep. I, I don't know anyone personally yet, so that's that's good yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the, the rate of customers that I see and interact with is high enough that it, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Doo-doo. But yeah, according to the CDC, as of March the 30th, almost the 20th for some reason, total mm-hmm. cases in the U.S. are 140,904. Hey, you're number one in the world. Well done. We are, but China's lying, so I'm not too <laughs> proud of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure, but I mean... They are. I mean, look, we have a lot of cases. I'm not arguing that, but we're not really number one in the world. Are you sure? Yeah. How sure? China's lying. By how much? They said they don't have any new cases in the last month. That's how lying. I mean... <laughs> right, they're that hilarious. They try, they come out. They're like, ah, oh, we have zero new cases from the whole country, 
I mean, for the last 30 days, everybody's like, really? And they're like, mm-hmm, really? Uh, one, <laughs> new cases says right here, 79 in the last day, right? For China? So, yeah. Oh, did they start reporting? Yeah. It's still, Good. I mean, one, they're probably off. I'm not arguing that, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but don't forget, America didn't even have testing kits for a while. You yeah. guys could be underreporting by tons. You're just as bad as China. It could be, but it's not because we're lying about it. It's just that we're woefully under, un, un, like, unequipped for this. Mm. Okay. Yep. Which, yeah. Economic no, powerhouse look, America. Is, how is it possibly our fault to not have a whole bunch of tests? Like, I don't, how did this even work? Korea, South Korea, for some reason, had like 800 million tests, and they tested everybody in like three days because they're insanely efficient that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how they have that many more tests than we do. I don't get it. How does this work? Do you get them from somewhere else? Do you have to produce your own? It's entirely possible they're getting them from China, which is a lot closer. Okay. Right. So that's China's... the difference. This is geographical distance. It's... I would assume so. But I don't know. I don't know maybe. Ch- I mean, okay. But it's not like China has a friendly relationship with South Korea. Uh, yeah, but it's not that it's un, like they're not aggressive to each other, right? Well, China's just always North Korea, it's proxy. Y- yes, I'm, yes. Yeah. But, uh, if South Korea goes, hey, we want to give you $20 million for testing kits, they go, okay. Yeah, I suppose so. But like, why can't America be like, we'll give you $30 million, right? Uh, I think because somebody at the top, uh, Cheeto in chief, said no to that. He didn't want to do that. <laughs> we don't need any tests. That actually He's, sounds about right, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think yeah. the point he wanted to make was that you guys are going to make your own tests. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. So we're we're working on it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Then again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. I'm not exactly paying attention to you guys. Okay, so here it is. I've been doing some research while I've been talking. Okay. According to this article, uh, so the reason, part of the reason Korea took this so seriously and they're so fast on it is the 2015 outbreak of what was called the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome killed 38 Koreans and cratered their economy. Hmm. And Korea took a hard look at what had gone wrong. Among the findings, a lack of tests had prompted people ill with the disease to traipse from hospital to hospital in search of confirmation that they had MERS. That's the disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, coronavirus, far more virulent. Uh, it's a different strain of the coronavirus that is actually stronger than the one that causes COVID-19. Mm. So what they did after that is they enacted reform. So they allowed the government to give near instantaneous approval to testing systems in an emergency. So within weeks of the current outbreak in China... Four Korean companies had manufactured tests from a World Health Organization recipe. And as a result, the country quickly had a system that could assess 10,000 people a day. Hmm. They also set up drive-through test stations. Nice. To limit exposure. So, I mean, fantastic. That would explain yeah. it. And, again, it's that they, ha- they, ex- they went through this recently, said this doesn't work, and prepared for the next time, which came maybe sooner than they hoped, but they're more ready for it than anybody else. Mm. It's yeah. true. So very cool. Nice job, South Korea. Yep. Yep. They have their sim so, yeah. down. Macro's going back, back to macro. <laughs> Bumping out those SCVs. You know. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would hope that every country who's been affected by this enacts some kind of similar reform to where mm. if we do get kind of another rebound from coronavirus in a couple of years, we're better prepared for it, can test much more quickly and get through it faster. Mm. 
But I don't know. Maybe we learn nothing from it. Who knows? It's always an option, right? Learning yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but yes. Yeah. So yeah, here in Utah, the governor put in place, uh, I forget what it's called. Shelter in place is what they call it. <clears throat> okay. So just basically don't leave your home uh, unless it's for essentials. Use drive through and pick up style things to get food and things as often as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hasn't really changed anything. Been getting our food from grocery pickup. There's been minimal contact with anybody during that. And then uh, same thing just for drive through restaurants. And we really haven't done anything else. So mm-hmm. that's part of the problem with the economy is like usually I'll take the kids mini golfing or take them to the arcade or whatever on mm-hmm. the weekends. But haven't done any of that. So that can't be good for cannot be good for the economy. Mm. That's the problem, I think. So I don't know. I'm optimistic about this whole thing. I know some people who just watch the news 24 hours a day and they're terrified of what's going to happen. You know, society is going to collapse and whatnot, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not even going to get close to anything that scary. It's going to be annoying and it's going to hurt the economy, but we'll get over it. We'll get through it and then we'll rebuild. As we always do. Mm. Humans are resilient. It turns out. turns out. I think it's going to take something a lot worse than coronavirus to destroy us. That's all I think. No, I think we're doomed. This is it. This is the end. Um, All right. With the yeah. counterpoint, we have Somicron. Yeah, we're about four days from this place turning into Mad Max. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 I have my motorcycle helmet. Um, I have my dash cam, like a GoPro like camera attached to it. Yeah. And yep. every day it's just chaos on the streets. There's fighting over toilet rolls. Somebody, somebody turned the lens upside down on my camera because it can rotate yeah. so all Saw my that. footage is up down it's a that was an act of warfare that's what it that was is. absolutely yeah. yeah all my footage is upside down it's such a trolly thing to do because like if you're a thief you just take the camera right mm-hmm. right but like you, they didn't destroy it they didn't steal it they just trolled you that's so weird Does that happen all the time in australia are they just a nation of trolls <laughs> No, uh, oh. well, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, because okay, this this my helmet is only ever in three places. One, it's on my table right now where I can see it. Two, it's on my head, or three, it's in the locker room at work. Oh, oh, so, so it's entirely possible that a one of my D and D players last week when we did our like last session did it while I wasn't looking. Okay, so you have a list or, of suspects then. Mm-hmm. Or someone at work, you know, out of the hundreds of people that go through that locker room. Did that's it. N- that's a longer list. <laughs> that is that is a much longer list. <laughs> Rats. I thought we were on to something. But we're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Actually, that reminds me. Somebody posted... No, somebody talked about it. I can't remember. But it was... Uh, a story of a, an Australian astrophysicist. Did you see this in the Discord? Is this the guy that got something stuck up his nose? That's him. <laughs> so he's bored at home. Oh, that's not what I uh-huh. wanted to send you at all. This thing. What did you just send me? I sent you the message link to like the Discord <laughs> thing instead of the actual article link. There you go. Uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> Australian doctor Daniel Reardon ended up in a hospital. Uh, sorry, ended up in hospital because we're in Australia 
after inserting magnets in his nostrils while building a necklace that warns you when you touch your face. <laughs> so, like, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to make it like this uh, warning system to when you're going to touch your face so you don't do it as much, which is great. That's a fantastic idea. Get the magnet stuff above the nose. Can't get them out. And the, my favorite part of this article mm. is here. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. He couldn't get them out. Uh, my partner who works at a hospital was laughing at me, he said. I was trying to pull them out, but I couldn't get them out. And then... Where does he say that? My partner took me to the hospital that she works in because she wanted all her colleagues to laugh at me. <laughs> the doctors all thought it was quite funny, making comments like, this is an injury due to self-isolation and boredom. <laughs> yep. It sounds like us. Yeah. That's just standard friend and partner behavior in Australia. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. They will try to get as many people as possible to witness your misfortune and mock you if anything bad happens. Mm-hmm. True story. True story. <laughs> that I mean, I really liked the part where he got the magnet stuck up his nose. Don't get me wrong. But I think my favorite part is the part where she's like, this is awesome. My friends need to see this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> not even not even like, let me take a couple photos. My friends need no. to see this. It's, no, my friends need to treat this. Yes. I need to see this in person. <laughs> uh. So... I enjoyed that story a lot. That was great. Mm, good. I don't think it's fair to characterize it as just he was bored. He was trying to help people. Uh, I mean, I probably mean, little, it, little of both. Probably a little of both. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. of both. Yeah. Correct. So I was talking with my family. We did a big uh, Zoom video chat, which is... Do you have Zoom? You guys Zoomers? Is that what you're admitting to me? No. There's a <laughs> video conferencing chat called Zoom, and it's free. I've heard the name. Yeah, okay. So we set it up, and it was like me and all of my siblings and their kids and my parents. It was fairly crowded. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were talking, and somebody made the point that... My life is more disrupted than I thought because I can't go to the movies. And I was like, that's actually a fair point. I do like going to the movies. But then I realized this is kind of the dead period for movies and there's <laughs> nothing I'd wanted to see for the last two months anyway. Right. Yeah. I actually have a Fandango gift card just sitting on my dresser that I haven't used for anything for four months now because it's just been <laughs> garbage in the theater. Uh, so yeah, if there yeah. had been something I was stoked to go see and I hadn't been able to see it, sure, I'd be bummed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's actually yeah. been some discussion about... Well, for one, we have seen movies go directly to streaming release. Mm-hmm. We've seen some movies go from a very limited theater release, and then the coronavirus hits, and then it goes to streaming fast. Like uh, the latest... We talked about this. The latest Pixar movie was in theaters for a couple of weeks, and then just went right to streaming, which is really weird, but it's coronavirus. Mm-hmm. The Secret Garden? Is that one? Uh no, it's called no. something fall. I have not seen it. I'm not super interested in it, sadly. It's called Onward. Mm, okay. Yeah. So Onward's available on like Disney Plus and other streaming services way sooner than it normally would. Okay. Um but it's to the larger argument, a couple of podcasts that I listen to which are focused on media especially have said maybe this is the end of the theater model. 
maybe at this point people just get the movies streamed right to their homes. They don't have to go to the theater. And the way it works financially is usually the theater takes about half of the ticket cost. So if the movie producers and the companies that are making them can stream it directly to our house and cut out the middleman and basically charge us what they were charging us and not the theater, then it might actually be better for them and cheaper for us and more convenient. Which, I get that part, but I really like going to the theater. (laughs) I really, really enjoy going to a place with a huge screen and a fantastic sound system and overpaying for popcorn. And I've talked about this a lot, but my local theater has reclining seats and it's really comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just nice. It's a good experience. I haven't had a bad experience at the movies in years because of how nice my local theater is. And I don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, yeah. I, You're I, with me on I, it? I, yeah, yeah. Like, d- digital release has been out for a decade at this point, if not longer. If something was going to be the death stroke for theaters, it would have been that. Like, Just the if, fact that streaming exists at all? Right, yeah, because yeah. if it's if we're like, oh hey, it turns out it's cheaper for movie producers to release straight to digital. It's like, yeah, they they've known this for a while. They still want the prestige that comes with. Oh, we opened to twenty million ticket sales worldwide. All right, or whatever. Right. Yeah. They well, want there's there's something that comes with theater releases that these people want. Yes. Mm. There is there's always a bit of a risk associated with that much upheaval though. Mm-hmm. And I think they were just afraid to be like, we're just going to shut down theaters for no reason. We're afraid mm-hmm. that people are going to get pissed or they're just not going to bother watching movies that they would have seen. They're not going to bother paying for the streaming price. Because it's, I mean, the cost is a little bit hidden for the theater. Right? They're like, okay, so it's a $10 movie ticket. Or if you're in Australia, it's $20. <laughs> <laughs> And it's another twenty dollars for popcorn, another twenty dollars for the drink, and then yeah. yeah. And then if you're going with somebody else, and you usually are, it's another twenty bucks for that ticket, and then you know. Mm-hmm. And so if you can just fold that into one cost of you know, here's a thirty dollars streaming movie pass. It feels expensive, but is it really compared to what you would pay if you went to the theater anyway? I mean, the answer is probably no. It's yeah. probably not expensive. But the, like, if you have a digital release, it also uh, you can't like it's a lot harder for people to pirate at the movies. You can, like some people can work their way into free tickets, but physical releases you have to go and pay. And I think that's kind of what they like about those is if you put it up digital first, it literally the first person who gets it can just hit like all right record monitor, and then they have an, a direct rip of the movie that they can give out to millions of people. Yes. For sure. Right. I do wonder how much that's hurt people like Netflix and Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. You think that hurts them? Mm, y- yes, but not in any meaningful way. Right? Yeah, and maybe that's how they would see it too. Is Yeah, people can do that, sure, but it's not going to hurt us in any meaningful way. Okay, so if it's a situation where theaters exist, but for some reason mm. this studio goes direct to streaming, then people are like, meh, and they get mad about it. Sometimes, yeah. Okay, I can I see that. I mean, again, I don't think it's a, the meaningful number of people for a lot of these companies, hmm. right? Yeah. B- but, you know, it'll happen, probably. 
Yeah, I could see that. Just question is how many people? Don't know. Impossible yeah. to know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Netflix uh, has to be aware that people are sharing login accounts and details and stuff. Yeah, they know. And they've cracked down yeah. on that in the past. They're like, look, we pretty much let this go, but you get four now. <laughs> yeah. So try to drop it down from 15, please. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's not put them out of business, right? No, definitely not. I- and those well, people are essentially the same as pirates. They're not paying, but they get the content. Yes. So I don't think any meaningful piracy that's undermining uh, the billing sales of Netflix is really going on. Yeah. Well, and for Netflix, yeah. I think how they... I think I've read an article about this. They just consider it... People that are pirating it are usually students or people with their first jobs. And then as soon as they get a real job and they can actually afford to have some discretionary income, they get their own account. So they're basically like, we're getting these younger people entrenched into the idea that they have Netflix. And then they'll mm-hmm. pay for it one day, and then we have them, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I know a guy at work, right, who's, he's like 46. He has a kid who's like 21. He works, he's been working his entire life. He's like, yeah, I used to have Netflix. And then I found this, like, uh, it's called like a, uh, a black box or something it's like a literally uh, like a raspberry pi kind of computer that you just plug into your ethernet cable and then it has an outlet to a tv yeah and it, it just it's basically um a pirate box like a pirate bay <laughs> com- computer and <laughs> and that's all he does he just is like yeah i don't pay for anything now it's all the movies all the tv shows all the music i don't need anything else now holy smokes so it's basically torrenting, but they made it infinitely easier. Yes. Wow. That's gutsy. Yeah. Who sells this? Where did he get I it? No, like, I have no idea. Out of somebody's trunk at the local like Denny's? <laughs> What's a Denny's? I was trying to think yeah. of a restaurant that you have down there other than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Macca's. Ma- Macca's. Just go with like Outback Jack. Outback Jack. Is that a shady enough location that you could be selling a pirate box out of your trunk there? Sure. All right, cool. Deal. Yeah. Depends on, depends on which one you go and what time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll ask him what it was called, and I'll get back to you on where you can get these things. Um, but, yeah, he doesn't pay for anything now. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Even though he has the discretionary income to do so. <laughs> That's hilarious. There are some principled people who will pirate for the sake of being a pirate. Mm-hmm. But I think most people, if they can afford it, will roll with it. They'll mm-hmm. just pay the eight bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 15. Right. Blah. So I don't know. Interesting. I really, again, I hope the theater industry doesn't collapse because I'll pay their overpriced prices just for the experience. But mm-hmm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe it will. And I'll be sad. Who knows? Who knows? Speaking of like Netflix and watching stuff, I've been watching Tiger King. Oh no. You too? Everybody in the whole world is watching that. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Not you by the sounds of it. No, but I'm feeling so much social pressure. You have no idea. <laughs> so so much social distancing and social pressure at the same time. At the same time. No, I'm not kidding. Like yesterday, three separate coworkers messaged me and were like, hey, Tiger King. This morning, my sister did. She texted me. She was like, hey, Tiger King. And now you. It's getting crazy, man. <laughs> that's that's because the story in which it, it entails is crazy. 
Yeah. No, I get it. I understand it's insanity. I do. But see, my problems here are, one, I don't watch reality TV. Okay. It's a documentary, so. What? The line is fairly thin here. Yes? Agreed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and number two, I'm not really super into watching train wrecks be train wrecks. It's not really my jam. And from everything I've heard about the show, it's just nonstop train wreck. Hmm. I mean... Is that I, fair? I, I've seen like the first two episodes, maybe a little bit of the third. I don't remember. Where I got to. Okay. But it, pivot, it it positions like these three or four groups of people as um, like backyard breeders and like private zoo owners. And like one of them is operates a company called big cat rescue which is yeah. supposed to be like the animal rights version and it it's just showing that these all these three people are crazy in some way yep. all doing essentially the same thing but hate each other for it yeah that's my understanding uh, essentially they only really hate the uh, the uh, animal handling version the uh animal rights activist one the other rest of them will kind of get along a little and like they all have these crazy cults of personality and stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's it, it's super fascinating. But I, I hear you. If you don't, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. I just I have things to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe there's like a Cliff Notes version. I mean, the Cliff Notes version is people are crazy. They they own tigers, right? Yeah, like. The, the main guy is called Joe Exotic. Yes, I know that name. And he, he owns 227 tigers, um, which is a lot of tigers. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's just constantly comparing him to other people, like other people that have Jews, like this guy called Doc Antle, who has like a lot of tigers and some elephants and monkeys and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I feed my tigers. You know, it costs me about ten grand a year to feed one tiger, and he has like twenty-seven of them or something. Holy right? crap, dude! And then it cuts to uh, Joe Exotic, and he's like, "I can feed a tiger for a year for three grand." What? What are you feeding them? And that—that's exactly it. He's got friends who work at like abattoirs and stuff, who are like, "All right, here's the parts of the cow we don't use," uh. and then uh, Walmart and Costco and stuff like. He he was telling that if you pick up a piece of meat from the fridge and then go to scan it, your credit card gets declined. You can't. They can't go and put that meat back. They throw it away, and he takes all of it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's just smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he's paying his employees a hundred and fifty bucks a week. Um, is this and in America? This is in Oklahoma. <laughs> you can't pay your people a hundred and fifty dollars a week. I mean, they also get rent. They get to live in a trailer that doesn't have air conditioning, running water. Hmm. All right. He's he's married to two men at the same time. Um, let's see what else is crazy about this guy. Uh, so many things. <laughs> he ran for president in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> see, here's the thing. One of my coworkers told me about Tiger King, and I was like, this sounds like the guy... Who was on like John Oliver? Well, not on John Oliver, but John Oliver featured him when talked about third-party candidates a few years ago. Sure enough, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
Amazing. Even Netflix was like, hey, Tiger King. I was like, look, man, I know. I'm very aware. <laughs> I'm here to watch Ozark. Leave me alone. Mm. Ozark season three it, is back. Cool. Is it good? Everyone's going to die. That's what I've decided. <laughs> this is the season where everybody dies through really bad decision making. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Like, can't, just can't argue. real quick. End of season two. Like, there's this family. He's been laundering money for a Mexican drug cartel for a long time. And he's like, this is going to kill us. This is really dangerous, actually. I'm like, yeah, it's been dangerous the whole time, you idiot. But he finally decides he's going to get out. So he has this plan. They're going to, like, get fake identities. They're going to fly to Australia on the West Coast, find a small town there, and hide out. Nobody will find them there. Okay. They're just going to take a bunch of drug money with them and just live, right? All right. So they're all set to do it. And then at the end of season two, the wife's like, you know what? No, I like this. Let's keep doing this. This is great. Mm-hmm. I, want, I, want, I want more. And he's like, mm. what? And she's like, and you're not taking the kids. I'll fight you for the kids if you try to leave. And he's like, it is horrible. So now they're all going to die. That's what I've decided. I mean, I feel like this is a, you know. Feed it to the tiger. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you have tigers in the first place. (laughs) For situations like this. Mm. Yeah. So that's Ozark. Um, They're all going to die. The end. Fair enough. They're all going to die. So tell me the craziest things that happens in the first two episodes of Tiger King. Okay. um, It's not like there are crazy events there's a couple events that go on right but it's more like you just learn about how these people live crazy lives like probably the craziest event is one of the people working for joe exotic gets her arm mauled by a tiger because she sticks it in a tiger cage because of course right but all right like you do Uh uh-huh yeah yeah like you do you put your arm in a tiger cage of course you get mauled yes uh she goes to the doctor right and the doctor's like it's gonna be like, your hand works, right? But oh. it'll be two years of reconstructive surgery getting everything, like, oh, back to where it was. And all we could just amputate. She goes, just amputate it. Back to work in seven days. Hot dang! Yeah, yeah, at the Tiger Place. At the same place? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't even... Hmm. Yeah. And she just like she was really loved it. the tigers, I guess. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of like so. Joe operates on like a. I'm gonna take the people that have no place, nowhere else really to go. Like he's recruiting people who literally can't get jobs anywhere else. That's because, how you start cults, but yes. Well, yeah, it is pseudo cult like. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like Doc Antle, his one's really cult like. But his idea is, if people can't afford to lose this they'll work their asses off to keep it and that's his mentality that he that's how you find the hardest workers yeah you also pay the least (laughs) people who are all sorts of screwed up and have nowhere else to go which you know it's not wrong there's nothing wrong with that idea helping other people in the community right well if you're paying them 150 dollars a week while you're doing this yeah there's something wrong with that well, yeah, he's also giving them a place to live. So imagine that's like rent included, right? Consider that. We, yeah, it's still terrible. Yeah. 
It's it's still terrible, but if these people literally can't get work anywhere else or money anywhere else, what's better, zero dollars a week or one hundred and fifty? Does he pay them in bucks? They can only use the local company store. <laughs> no. <laughs> he pays them in American dollars because that's step three of this process. Um, uh. Yeah, but then there's the other guy, Doc. Right? He uh, he pays. Only women to work as apprentices at his zoo, right? Gross, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, trust me, it gets worse. Mm. Um, he pays them $100 a week, and they work from 8 a.m. to midnight. Around the clock, wake up, get back to it. 8 a.m. to midnight is a lot of hours. That is a lot of hours. This is like... Handling tigers and feeding them and cleaning chains and... This is how you accidentally stick your arm in a tiger cage and get it ripped off. <laughs> yeah, th- yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are connections here. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has uh, nine of these women who... He has his like, own street with houses. And essentially, they're all free to leave at any time they want. But none of them do. They've all changed their name to what he's asked. Oh my he's gosh, they're brainwashed. Them, he's had them go under cosmetic surgery for him. Yep. Gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super gross. <sighs> uh, yeah, it doesn't get any better. No. Yeah, so this graph that I linked you, uh, that bottom line that's green is number of likable protagonists, where it never increases oh, yeah. over time. <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh. And then, so basically, it's a, like a, it's very much a, like a documentary on everybody is shitty. Even the lady who's like, "I'm the animal rights activist. I want to shut these terrible, terrible places down," is also like, "I'm rescuing the tigers," and like because they can't, they're just putting them in cages because you can't have a tiger reservation in like the middle of Florida, right? There uh, just isn't space. They need more room than yeah. what they're giving them. Tons of and room so in I'm, middle America. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then it's like. So I'm rescuing them, and I'm giving them a place they can be free, also in cages. I mean, I'm also so ch- by... I'm also charging emissions, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, but I don't pay my workers; these are all volunteers, right? And she has like seventy something volunteers that come and work regular base, like full hours all the time. I assume the last episode is just like, and then the FBI came in, and everyone went to jail. The end. Uh, you don't one know. Of the guys, you I haven't think, seen I think, it. No, I haven't seen the end. But I believe one of the guys does go to jail for a like a murder to hire plot because wants to shut this woman down. Oh. Um, but the entire time she's also under, under investigation for maybe murdering her ex husband, not her ex husband, but her previous husband. Oh. Because he was like a billionaire or something. Oh, dang! And she's been using that money to run a tiger zoo. I mean, you can run a tiger zoo for a while with a billion dollars. It's true. And then, uh, oh yeah, Joe like flies to go to Hoser, walks around and like is video taping it, being like, "Oh, look how bad it is," and then hires a, a helicopter to go on like joyrides and stuff, and flies directly over it. Okay. And is like they're joking about, let's just drop some grenades. <laughs> well, do they have yeah. grenades? Not on them. Oh. Okay. But they do. They are shown earlier. That he goes into like a pawn shop being like, yeah, I need to buy a hundred rounds of whatever ammo type. I can't remember what he says. And the, the the guy behind the counter goes, is that it? Or do you need some explosives today? <laughs> and, and sells him some dynamite. 
and someone was asking him, "Oh, you you carry a gun? What, is is that for the cats?" And he goes, "No, oh, no, no, I'd never shoot my cats. The guns are for people. I'd shoot you before I shoot my cats." <laughs> America. This guy is on record saying, if someone tries to come into my land and try and take my cats, there'll be another Waco. Ooh, that's a good comparison. Yeah. He realizes that everybody at Waco died, right? <laughs> like, it's not... I mean, probably. It, we don't know about Waco because, like, they fought the federal government and won. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't right. know that. <laughs> I mean, I assume he does because one of his, I think, one of his husbands, or the, maybe the manager at his uh, zoo have his and his the his and his own and Joe Exotic's name written on bullets for should they ever come. Wow. And they're just going to murder suicide. Okay. They do understand yeah. then. Yeah. Cuz like again, the reason Waco is famous is because there was this cult happening and the federal government showed up and the thing burned down and everybody died. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like bad job government. It wasn't uh and then everyone swore off into the sunset and were free forever. Okay, yeah. good. As long as they understand. I think they do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cults, one of my uh, D&D players... Joined a cult? No, his little brother did. Oh. He nice. turned 18. Two days later, he left a note, packed up his stuff, and moved to, uh, like, the desert Australia. Okay, like, yeah, that narrows it down sp- to, like, 80% of your country. Y- yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm You're aware. specific. Okay. Yes, I'm aware. But yeah, so straight up joined a cult. We're like, here's an email you can contact me at. See ya. <laughs> Dang. That's... This is a cult that is known for stealing kidneys. Ooh. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, selling them on the black market. <laughs> What's their selling point? Like, how do they get people to join? Not the kidneys, no obviously. <laughs> Not the kidneys. We have no idea because uh, we believe that these people had been grooming this kid. Uh, because obviously you don't convert someone to a cult in two days after they turn 18. No. But he just, like, wiped all his stuff. And was just like, yep. You can't... Like, I had interactions and records with these people, and he just wiped it all before he left. I mean, there's data recovery programs. They know that, right? Yeah, there is. But at the same time, a lot of that stuff is like, oh, it's his Facebook logs. Oh, we can't access his Facebook logs because he's an adult, and it's his private data. It's yeah. His family. Okay. That, that makes sense. I get that. Right. But it's like trying to pull up the records from his devices that he had. He had those all wiped and factory reset and dunked in oil or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. So, crazy times. People are joining cults. Yeah. Hmm. That's sad. Like, as a parent, there's not a lot of stuff I'm afraid of for my kids, but, like, that's one of them. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta start them in the cult life early to make sure they stay in your cult and not run off and join someone else. They're cult resistant, yeah, because they already have yeah. one. That's exactly. Hmm. Yep. I like this idea. Yeah, I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> uh, I don't even have a cult name yet. Oh well, yeah. I don't think that's important. I think it is. Branding's whew, very important these days. You think so? Yeah, of course. Hmm. I mean, you can have the best name in the world, but if you're like, if you come join us, we're taking your kidneys, no one's going to join, right? Uh, What if you don't want your kidneys? Mm? Mm. What if you're tired of your kidneys? <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable. Gross. 
Yeah. Organs are gross. It's true. Yeah. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Man, what a pack, jam-packed episode of the podcast. Oh, yeah. It was something. It, it was, was something. Really something. I was going to say you guys yeah. should watch Tiger King, but I assume everybody already is, so that's probably a waste of uh, waste of effort. Are you going to watch Tiger King? Mm, maybe once I finish Ozark. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to be it from us today. Thank you for listening to the Falcon Paladin Hour with Somicron and Falcon Paladin. Go ahead, check out the Patreon page to support the podcast directly if you are so inclined to do so. And until next time, as always, thanks for being here with us, and you take care of yourself.